All right, Ingram Smith here with the Instant Reaction Podcast. Um, I certainly want to thank everybody for the support that the podcast has received on the YouTube page. Uh, this will be a audio-only podcast. I am not going to record video of a man who just had uh, the soul sucked out of his body, and um, mm, I can't get over. I can't uh, comprehend what I just saw. That is as uh, as disappointing an ending of a game uh, as there has ever been. It is up there with the worst result in program history. And it was uh, it was just a hideous game from the beginning. And even if Florida State won that game, even absent the result and what happened in the last six seconds, I was going to come on here and uh, give you all... <laughs> The most minimal effort possible, because that was uh, pathetic. I mean, from, and again, I'm, 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 this is commentary that I would have given had Florida State won 17 to 14. Uh, it was incredibly sloppy from the get go. Uh, the referees for a period of time during the third and fourth quarter, it felt as though they wanted to throw a flag on almost every play. It was uh, 180 degrees from from last uh, Saturday and last Sunday, as far as an enjoyable experience. And just a game that you could, uh, you know, truly appreciate that you were able to sit down and watch, or if you were fortunate enough to be there in the stands. I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, this is a real quick recap. Uh, we'll certainly uh, have an awful lot to talk about on uh, on Monday night, uh, but we'll just uh, I'll fire from the hip here, give you some quick thoughts, and uh, we'll all go on our way. Uh, Louisiana Hot Sauce. Tarpon Sellers, uh, great people to be able to pair with, and we thank them. Uh, I'm sure Matt Lewis and his team are ever so thrilled that they just signed up for year two. <laughs> oh, God. Um, the the good people at Congruity, uh, yes, Matt Lewis of Congruity, uh, the legendary team of, Chad and, uh, of Shannon and Chad at Resolution Home Loans. And Matt, uh, I, I literally can't talk right now, and... Uh, Matt Thompson and his team at For the Table. And Matt and his team are immediately who I thought of when I saw that kid make it in the end zone. I just can't uh, I can't imagine what it feels like to be them, to be a bar owner in Tallahassee, to be another restaurant owner. Anyone who's heavily invested in Tallahassee has to have their heart ripped out when they see how that game ends and uh, know what it means for future attendance and, you know, the the decisions that people make to attend uh, what is a, you know, very well-documented uh, <laughs> tough travel for a lot of people to get to and attend a whole lot of Florida State games. Mm. So, I, um, I'm certainly not blaming any singular individual for what happened uh, tonight. That was a collective team effort from... Uh, from coaches, uh, from head coaches to coordinators, um, some real questionable conversation or some questionable decisions, in my opinion, surrounding personnel. Uh, I certainly don't say this because I've uh, been very optimistic about Jay Sean Corpin and what he could be, but I, I really don't understand some of the possessions that take place in that game uh, and some of the decisions that you're you're making with how uh, you're using and deploying some of your personnel. Oh. Um, 
what I meant to say by I don't blame any individual was the first thing I wanted to mention tonight is uh, is Keyshawn Helton. Great kid. Good locker room kid. Um, if you're on scholarship at Florida State, you got to catch the ball on fourth down there. And I think uh, I think it very much alters the total trajectory of this game. Uh, when you're facing a team who got uh, beat in the manner that they did last year, or excuse me, last week, and they're playing a, a team in a program like Florida State, you know, sometimes not landing that original knockout punch, or at least that original haymaker, uh, you know, it ends up putting a lot of a lot of life into people's lungs, and it certainly, you know, seemed to energize uh, Jacksonville State. And I, uh, like I said, I think this game would have taken a very different trajectory had Helton brought in what was a, uh, you know, otherwise very catchable ball there in the first possession of the game. Um, I thought the play in general was sloppy, sloppy throughout the course of the night. Uh, that didn't change. Uh, there weren't adjustments made. Um, that's a that's a tough pill to swallow. After I know uh, last week's game was uh, was draining, and uh, yet at the same time, a lot of guys got patted on the back and told how good they were. And it was just uh, obviously this team was not uh, other than number eleven was not really in a place to come out and uh and fully focus and be prepared to uh to play again and it was evident from the first possession it was uh evident in in both you know what you saw from uh from some of the offense and uh putting the ball on the ground you're really fortunate to recover one fumble that uh you know odds if that ball falls on the ground the manner that it did you might get one time out of 20 um, it's just a, uh, a wildly disappointing night, uh, for, for Florida State football overall. And I'm, uh, I'm having a hard time even going through, you know, here's what happened in the first quarter. And this was disappointing the second quarter. I'm not, it's just, I've got two pages of notes in front of me and I'm just going to tear them up because it's not worth it. Um, you know, there will certainly be broader questions that have to be asked of, uh, of this coaching staff. They're going to have to fight like hell, uh, to keep this class together. Uh, every kid, even the most, uh, kids that you were confident about, you're going to have to, you're going to have a battle on your hands at this point. I mean, you did this, uh, you did this to yourself with, uh, with tonight and there's going to be some rather long-term ramifications, uh, on the recruiting trail. I don't think this is the end of Mike Norvin per se. Um, depending on how things go, it may be the beginning of the end for your defensive coordinator. We'll see about that. Uh, overall, the defense had a decent night, but, uh, when you lose at home to Jacksonville state, there are questions asked of you. And, uh, certainly there's going to be a lot of questions asked about how the, uh, you know, how that game ended in the manner that it did and how you let a ball be comp- completed when the kid catched that ball on the 22 and still um, had to deal with but two Florida State defenders on his way to getting into the end zone. So uh, you're going to have to figure out what you're doing at quarterback. I mean, there's certainly uh, some nice moments of McKenzie, but uh, he had his own rough spots. I'd, I have a hard time with just completely going away from Jordan Travis and, uh, at all. At the same time, uh, there's a couple moments that he was in there uh, where, you know, if you're playing quarterback at Florida State, you got to be able to make 
uh, a little bit better throw. Uh, the second possession, I'm going to get some blowback on this based off just what I saw from Twitter and uh, my own individual peer and friend group texting me. I didn't have a whole lot of problem with it. I mean, I know that they've been working uh, with Milton and uh, Travis on the field and, and trying to, uh, you know, get find a way that they can get both those kids on the field. And I know some of it was probably a little too cute for a lot of y'all, and it certainly is uh, way too freaking cute in retrospect when you look at the result. But... Um, you know, that's something that you've been working on for three months now or so. I don't have any problem with a coaching staff trying to figure out what it looks like. Uh, but it was almost as though you were, you know, never really able to recover uh, at from from anything in this game. I'm not saying from a, uh, you know, a second possession that was too cute. Um, you know, in retrospect, obviously, the Helton ball hurts. Uh, Travis J., uh, one of my favorite players on this team and a guy that I think is going to play for a long time on Sunday. Uh, you just got to you got to make that catch. There's too many plays in this game uh, where you're you're just asking for for simple competency. And uh, you know Florida State was was failed. Uh, the Florida State fan base was failed tonight because that was not a competent showing. Again, from from 1 through 85 on the roster, uh, to be fair, again, number 11, really impressive game. Uh, Zero had some real nice moments carrying the ball. Uh, Treshawn Ward, you know, in my opinion, Malik uh, Malik and Sean Corbin are your two best offensive players, and, uh, and Ward is probably not a whole lot behind them. Uh, so you've got a decent little running back room and something to try to work on. But uh, this was... This was a low point in Florida State football. One of the worst losses in program history. No way to sugarcoat it. Uh, no way to know what the real long-term ramifications of that are going to be at uh, 1229 on uh, September 12th. But uh, you're going to have to deal with the reality of the situation. Michael Alford's job just got a whole hell of a lot harder. Mike Norvell's job just got a whole hell of a lot harder. Uh, this is... You know, this is going to have uh, ramifications that, you know, permeate throughout the the athletic department. And it will be uh, interesting to see how Florida State responds. A disappointing night was only made all the more disappointing by the fact that you lost Kalen Deloach to a targeting call. Uh, The idea of not having him for the first half of the weight game um, both seems devastating and almost trivial uh at this point you know i mean if you if you lose into jack state at home is there a reason to really worry that you may have to see more of stephen dix on the first and you know stephen dix on the field in the first half i don't know i don't know y'all that is a tough tough game and uh you know could not have been further away from where i think we all were six nights ago so that's that's (laughs) That's what I have to offer you tonight, and I know it is not a whole lot. Uh, we'll be back on Monday and uh, try to get a better feel for what a season that has started 0-2, what it looks like the rest of the way. Uh, but that's a toughie. I know we're all talking about how we might tinker with win adjustments and win probabilities after last week. I think Bud had that at a full one, and I had it at a point nine two. When games like that get wiped and put in the loss schedule, um, it's, a, it's a horrible sign. So, 
Florida State's got their work cut out for them. Uh, it'll be fascinating to see how they respond to this, how they respond to a weight game that we always knew was going to be critical for the season. Maybe I'm being, you know, hyperbolic right now, but it feels, uh, you know, critical for the general trajectory of the program. You're not going to fire Mike Norvell. Uh, you simply don't have the money to do so. Uh, Mike Norvell and the staff are going to have to find some wins where we otherwise thought they were coin flips. But after tonight, certainly not a whole lot of uh, confidence that that will happen. It's uh, just something that'll kind of shake you to your core if uh, sports results are capable of doing that. And we'll have to see. We'll have to see what it looks like and if Florida State can hold on to Hunter, Duffy, McCall, and um, so many other individuals that uh, as of around this time, on Sunday night, uh, you know, you thought you were getting, but silent commits don't mean a damn thing for a reason, um, and they sure as hell don't mean anything uh, after a game like that. So, for myself, for Bud, for everybody else associated with the Nolcast, I uh, appreciate you listening. We'll be back, but here's one to forget. <laughs>